Welcome to the Lead Quietly podcast. I'm your host, Jen Boyle, communications professional, leader, and entrepreneur, and I'm passionate about helping quiet and introverted women become confident leaders without having to be loud. I discovered the power of quiet leadership after being promoted into a leadership position overnight and feeling that it wasn't meant for me because I was too quiet and not assertive enough. And this same self-doubt kept me from becoming the entrepreneur I knew I was meant to be for almost a decade. This podcast is to show quiet and introverted women just like you that you can absolutely be a great leader at work, in business, and in your life without changing who you are. If you are ready to stop sitting on the sidelines and unlock your leadership potential, then you're in the right place. Let's get started. Hello and welcome back to the podcast. I'm so glad to have you here listening to the Lead Quietly podcast. I am on a mission to help quiet and introverted women step into leadership in their careers, in their businesses, and in their life. And I want to teach you how to do it without being loud, without being someone that you're not, and without being exhausted. Because I know being um, more of an introvert personality, you need your quiet time, you need your recharging time. So today on this episode, I want to talk about making things real and how I took an idea that was very vague and turned it into something that was concrete and the specific things that I needed to do in order to make that happen. This is a quick episode. I hope that you can take away this one very practical tip. If there is something that you are working on right now that feels like a dream still, that feels like vague or you can't really grab onto it, it's not tangible yet, it doesn't feel real yet, and turn it into something that does feel real. Here is the basics of what happened for me and this is the tip that I did. I've talked about this before. I I sat on my couch for at least five years or more and thought about starting a business. I thought about having my own business, my own company, of doing something where I was the leader of it and doing something that gave me the freedom that I wanted. I wanted to do something that made an impact and that felt like it had meaning and purpose and gave me fulfillment in a professional sense. And I didn't really know what that was for a long time. It was certain words would pop up, like I knew I wanted to work with women. I knew it had to do with leadership. I could see myself speaking or talking to women, but I didn't really have any of the particulars. I wrote about it in my journal. I thought about it. I honestly complained about not having it for a long time, even just to myself. And what I didn't realize was that I was keeping it intangible. I want to share a really practical thing that I did. And I noticed this the other day. I was on my computer and you know how you have your files of wherever you keep your files and you keep things organized. Back in those days when I was thinking about this vague idea, I made a folder called Jen's Business. It was just that because I didn't know what else to call it. And in that folder, I would put things that I got for free. So like free resources that I downloaded from 
different podcasts or different people I found online, like how to start your business, how to learn about coaching or, you know, five ways to grow an email list, all those free things. I didn't know where to save them. And so I made this folder called Jen's business. And I also put programs that I had purchased. And I, I just did another episode about this, telling you about my experience with um, group programs and business programs and sharing what I have done in the past, all of the background work and the money that I've spent trying to build this business and become an entrepreneur. I put all this stuff in this folder and it sat like that for a long time. And I don't know about you if you've shared the same experience where you have bought things or you downloaded things and you think, yeah, I'm really going to go back and implement this and, and do the worksheet and fill it out. And then you never do. If that's you, don't worry, you're not alone. I had that there for a long time. And then here's the thing that made it different. Through uh, a program that I was in, I finally made a decision about what I would focus my business on, that it would be on quiet and introverted women and that it would be about leadership. So I knew I needed a name for it. I had a bit of a brainstorm with my husband one weekend and we bounced around ideas of what we could call it based on some keywords, leadership, quiet, introverts, business, and all of those things. And we decided on lead quietly. We did some looking up of web domains and other Instagram accounts and to see what was already taken. And we landed on lead quietly. That was the step that made it real. So before what I had was a vague idea and then once I made the decision of what to call it, to pick a name, I called it Lead Quietly. And I went back to that folder on my computer and I changed Jen's business to Lead Quietly. That was the thing that made a big difference. That was a turning point in my business and in my feeling that I was really an entrepreneur. And you might be thinking, but it's so silly. It's just a name. Anyone can just write a name on a folder. And it signified so much more than that. Before I was building some vague thing someday in the future that I wasn't sure about. And I realize now that part of me was simply procrastinating. I didn't want to pick a name. I didn't want to stake my claim or, you know, draw that line in the sand that say I'm actually making a real business because I was nervous, because I wasn't sure if it was going to work out. What if I started and failed? And this had come on the back of starting and failing. I say failing, starting and quitting many other things in the past that gave me a little bit of pause of well, here we go again. Are you just going to start and quit on this one too? And I know that I'm not alone in feeling that because I've talked to many women, especially entrepreneurs who've done that before. But that act of naming it, I call it naming it and claiming it, changed everything. I no longer was building the vague thing someday in the future. I was building this business called Lead Quietly. So then once I had that name, I had that folder in my computer. I thought, what are the parts that I need to have a business? Well, I need to register it in the first place. I need a bank account. I need to figure out what the mandate or the mission of this company is. Then I need to figure out who my clients are. I need to figure out what my services are. That changed everything to make it concrete. 
to make it a business, not just a vague idea. Then I took the steps after that to register the business. I had something to call it. Before, I could not have gone to the business registration forms and they ask you to write in, what's your business name? I didn't have that before. And once I picked that name, now I did. That was a small step that made everything else, all the other dominoes fall after that. I wanted to share that quick little tip for you and ask you if something similar to this is holding you back. Are you procrastinating on moving something forward in your business or even starting a business because you're not sure what to call it? You need a name. You need to call it something to make it real so that you can then take the next step after that and the next step after that. If you are already in a business and you're feeling like you're getting started and you're perhaps not getting the traction that you want, I, you might think about it this way. Is there a service? Is there a way that you want to help people that you have not that you have not put out into the world yet? And is it because you don't know what to call it? Is it because you don't have a name for it? You are saying things in your in your mind or you're perhaps writing and when you're sitting down to work on your business and you're saying things like, I know I want to help people with this something and I want to make an impact on people and I want to help people do these things in their business, but you don't know what to call it. Pick a name. It doesn't have to be perfect. Name your offer. Call it something. Call it your name's small group coaching. Say one-on-one coaching with me. Something like that. You need to pick a name of what it is and that will help you determine what the next steps are after that. So I hope this quick episode helped you, that you got something out of it, that you can take it and reflect about where you are and where you are being vague and how you can simply take a small step of claiming it, naming it, make it real so that you can keep going and keep building. Thank you so much for listening. I always appreciate every single person who enters my world, whether that's listening to the podcast or joining my Quiet Leader Facebook group. I love getting to connect personally with every person in there. I make it a point to say hello and make this community a place for real conversations, not a giant group of strangers who don't know each other. I would so love to have you join if that is of interest for you. If you haven't found your place yet online and you want to be surrounded by other ambitious, introverted, quiet women who are not loud and are not trying to take all the attention, but who truly want to support and cheer you on as well. Thank you so much for listening. I'll catch you on the next episode. Thank you so much for listening to the Lead Quietly podcast. I hope something in this episode resonated with you and you took something away that will help you tap into your inner leader. Take some time to process and you'll know when it's time to take action towards your big goals. You can find me on Instagram at Lead Quietly and in my free Facebook group called the Quiet Leader Community. Thank you so much for listening and I'll catch you on the next episode.